Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. <clears throat> what is going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of the Narcissist Code. I am your favorite self-aware narcissist, Mr. Lee Hammock, better known as Mental Illness across all social media platforms. If this is your first time seeing my face or hearing my voice, I'm a diagnosed narcissist and I use my platform to raise awareness for narcissistic personality disorder, get more people into therapy, like myself, four years strong, four and a half years strong, uh, October 2017, <laughs> and also in the process of doing all of that, help validate the victims and survivors of said disorder. Today's episode is going to be about the good times and the bad times with a narcissist. So I'm currently reading uh, Dr. Romani's book, um, should, I, should You Stay or Should You Go? And she said a phrase in it that resonated with me. She said a lot of good stuff. Um, but she said, um, the good times keep you there, the bad times make you question yourself. So that is so unbelievably true when you're in a toxic relationship with a narcissist or a toxic person in general. Because the good times are so like, <laughs> this is like... The love bombing phase is intense. That's one of the main sayings I get when I'm talking to survivors and other narcissistic people and toxic people and whatnot. The love bombing phase is like none other. It's so intense. Like, I've never felt that way about somebody. I've never had somebody treat me that way. I've never, I've never had that connection mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, whatnot with a person. It was so fast. It was so intense. Like, got hooked really, really quickly. But so the good times, like, I felt like I was on top of the world. But then the bad times come. And you feel like you're on the bottom of the world and you start to blame yourself. You make you question yourself. Why, especially if you get discarded, you start asking yourself questions like, why did I get discarded? Like, how did I lose this person? What did I do wrong? Was I too heavy? Was I, uh, was I not attractive enough? Was I not fit enough? Did I not make enough money? Um, did I not reciprocate enough? Like, did I not give them enough of what they were looking for? What is wrong with me? But then... Here comes some more good times, more good times, more entrancement, more love bombing. Here comes some bad times. You see where I'm going here? Up, down, high, low. That's the type of stuff that gets you addicted to narcissistic relationships. That's the type of stuff that gets you bonded to narcissistic, toxic people right there. Exactly that right there. The highs and lows, the good times, the bad times, whatever you want to whatever you want to call them. That's what gets keeps you there. It just does. Because those bad times will have you questioning the hell out yourself. Because it could be, you, how could you go from getting treated so good, so good, to being treated so terribly by the same person in such a such a short period of time? Sometimes, what did you do wrong? You must have done something wrong, right? Yeah, you could have done something wrong, but it doesn't. It doesn't have to do with you all the time. It can just be that narcissist you dealing with a narcissistic person, who is always like. This is why I tell people. This is gonna. <laughs> Bear with me here, because I, I told y'all before, I'm diagnosed with narcissistic personality disorder. Um, but you hear this part right here, like narcissists are pursuing happiness. Like we are chasing happiness. I tell this to people all the time, that narcissistic people cannot be truly happy, which true happiness to me equals contentment, which equals joy. Can narcissists have bursts of happiness? Yes. That's why narcissistic people, we like love bombing people sometimes because it feels good. It feels like we have that connection as well. But eventually, that fades. And I know what you're going to ask. You're going to say, like, hey, Lee, how long does the love bombing phase last? It could be a week. It could be. It, 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 there's no set timetable on when the love bombing can end. 
on how long the love mommy phase can last and things like that. There's no there's no timetable. It can like I said, it lasts as long as it lasts until that narcissistic person, whatever happens to them, happens to them. When the narcissistic person emotionally disconnects from you, that's when it ends. That's when the love bombing will never go back to the, how hot it was at the beginning. Because that's what you, the survivor, gets stuck on. You get stuck on the hotness from the beginning. You just do. You get It's, it's so, it's, it's like, ow, it's, it's that hot. You're like, look, let me touch it. You, it's like a hot-ass stove. You see how red it is? You feel the heat when you're putting your hand close to it, but then you touch it anyway. Like, ah! And then you do it again. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, it's not funny. I'm just like, my analogies sometimes are so stupid. It just, they crack me up sometimes. Cause I don't know what I'm going to say. But my mind, when I close my eyes and the imagery in my head comes out, I just, I speak on the imagery in my head. And I just describe it really well. That's like one of my, that's the gift of mine. Um, but yeah, it's so hot and cold. Like, it's like touching that hot stuff. You know you shouldn't have done it. But sometimes it can be exhilarating. It wakes you up, you know. You never felt this before. Like you can feel pain, you can feel love, you can feel all these feelings. So that keeps you there. You want to get back to that hot. You want to get back to that hotness. You want to get back to the beginning of the relationship because the, the good times were really, really good, but the bad times can be catastrophic. And once you start experiencing those catastrophic bad times, you want to get back to the good times because that's what you're holding on for, right? Because like Matt Pfeiffer coaching said, manipulation doesn't work without a handful of good times. There has to be some good time for you to hold on to because if it was always bad, you would be, it'd be easy for you to leave. If you walked into a first date and they punched, uh, if you walked into a first date with somebody and they punched you in your mouth, you wouldn't, if you continue to date that person, people would say, hey, you get what you deserve. Hey, they, they, they literally two-pieced you when you walked into the restaurant. So I don't know what to tell you. Like, you, you ate a steak. Like, you ate dinner with a steak, a cold steak on your eye. Like, I don't know what to tell you. You, you should, there was a red flag right there, you know. <clears throat> but they, they don't start off that way, y'all. Most times, sometimes you don't get love bomb, but most times they don't start off that way. They show you the, narcissistic people show you who we can be, not who we are. They show you who they can be, not who they really are. That's what the love bombing comes from. Like the one question I say the narcissist is trying to answer when he first getting to know you is tell me who I need to be to get you to feel to get you to love me. Who do I need to be to get you to love me? And a lot of times you as a survivor, victim or whatnot, whatever stage you're in now, you weren't in that stage at first. Um, a lot of times you give them the blueprint to become whoever you need, whoever they need to be. You just do. This is not a bad thing. This is sometimes you overshare them. Some, sometimes people overshare because you want somebody to be, you want that person to be interested in you, interested in you because yeah, so many people get confused on how people fall for narcissists. Like how do y'all fall for narcissists? This is not me trying to toot my own horn y'all, but yeah, I'm a, I'm a narcissist, but narcissistic people, y'all. We're funny. We're charming. We're charismatic people. We're fun people to be around under the right circumstance, but you, you know, it's easy to fall for that. Some, a lot of narcissistic people seem to be successful people. Not all of them. Some, let me, I'm not going to say a lot. Some narcissistic people are extremely successful people. They're well-known artists, actors, models, musicians, things like that. You know, painters, you know, you just never know. But like narcissistic people are sometimes in high positions of power and that, that power attracts people. That charisma attracts people. That fame attracts people, you know? So don't be surprised that somebody ends up with a narcissist. Don't be surprised that you ended up with a narcissist. Like, it's not shocking. Sometimes it is because sometimes you end, you end up with a narcissist under bad circumstances because you are cheating with this narcissist or that narcissist is cheating. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. 
Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. On their partner with you. That's how your relationship starts under bad circumstances. Then you kind of get what you deserve because you knew what you were doing. Most times. Sometimes if you know that you're cheating, like we're both cheating. We're both cheating on our partners and we ended up together. Now they're treating me terribly. They're narcissists. Like, oh, pfft. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's how my mind be working. Uh, yikes. Okay. You know, but I still help those people. I still talk to those people. It's just like, it's kind of like you're met under these terrible circumstances. It's kind of, it's karmic right here, you know? But that's how it goes sometimes with y'all. Um, I'm not saying anybody deserves abuse. I know you're like, Louis, you just said people deserve to be abused. I did not say that. I'm just saying sometimes in situations where y'all meet, but if both of y'all are doing bad deeds, like you're cheating on your husband or you're cheating on your wife, and you are cheating with a narcissist and you end up with that person. I don't know what to tell you. If you believe in God, God just frowns upon that. So I don't know, <laughs> you know? So if you're dealing with narcissists and toxic people and whatnot, you have to get to the point where you understand that this is who, this is, this is who they are. You know, they show you who they can be, not who they are. When they show you who they are, believe them. When people show you who they are, believe them the first time. When you're out on a third date and they yelling and screaming at you and, and dismissing you and making you feel terrible, that's who they are. Believe them right then and there. Don't just tell, oh, I had a bad day at work and things transpired and then I just said, I'm sorry I took it out on you. And y'all get that person a second chance. You end up marrying them, have a couple of kids by them, and then the, the cycle still continues, y'all. They're showing you who they are. Believe them. And this is, here's the caveat right here. A lot of times people stay in these narcissistic relationships or go back to them because of those good times in the beginning, because of the love bombing phase was so intense. So many people hold on to that. Even after the relationship ends, you could have moved on with someone else. And guess what? Guess what you're going to say about this new person who might not be a narcissist, but they're boring. You're going to say that. Oh, I met somebody new. Great, great person. They're just boring. They're not, they're not my ex. Your ex was toxic. I, I know, but it was fun at the beginning. This person is boring. Let me tell you why it was boring. In the beginning of a non-narcissistic relationship. Because it takes time to get to know people. It takes time for people to open up and become who they actually are. Narcissistic people are love bombing the steam off of you. So you're going to hit mile markers really, really quickly. You're going to hit relationship mile markers really, really quickly when you're in a relationship with a narcissist. You just are. So when you're moving super fast like that, you know, when you're moving super fast, it's going to be super fun at the beginning. So in a normal, non-narcissistic relationship, when the time is moving slowly, you know what I mean? When time is going slow, like when things are picking up to a steady pace, it's boring. You want to be there quick because guess what? You just got out of this toxic relationship relationship where things are moving super fast. Well, you just hurdle, hurdle. You just speeding. You mean you setting world records of getting married and having kids and stuff like that. This new relationship, you're taking your time to get there. It takes time to pick up speed. Narcissist, the relationship starts off in a full sprint. A real relationship, a non-narcissistic, non-toxic relationship is a marathon, not a sprint. You're running the hundred, like narcissists are running a hundred meter dash. You are running a 5K with a real relationship. <laughs> Slow down. Take your time. You'll get there. You know, you'll get there. We've been engaged for a whole year. But why was my, my ex, we were engaged within three weeks. They were telling me they loved me and they were clapping my cheeks to the high heavens and they clapping my cheeks to the highest of heavens and I didn't know how to act. The good times 
keep you there, keep you happy, keep you full. The bad times make you question yourself. That was, you know, shout out to Dr. Romani, uh, Romani for saying that. It, was, it resonated with me this morning. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm going to do a video on that one. Because, again, shout out Matt Fife for coaching as well. The good times, good, saying good time, I mean, manipulation doesn't work without a handful of good times. The good, the good times keep you bonded, they keep you there. Don't be surprised that you end a toxic relationship, y'all. So many people are beating themselves up for being in a toxic relationship. Like, what did I do? How did I? Y'all, y'all fall for, you fell for the charisma. Now that you know, now that, so I wasted so much time, I wasted the whole year of my life in this toxic relationship. To me, it's not a waste of time if you didn't have everything presented in front of you. You had, you didn't have a title to what was going on. You know, um, you didn't have a title to what was going on in your relationship. You do now. You have the word narcissist. You have toxic. You have it. Everything is in front of you. You see it for what it is. The fog has lifted. Because when you get out of a relationship, it's easier to see what was going on in it. Because you can't see the full picture when you're standing within the frame. Everybody else can see it. You can't see the forest beyond the trees, you know. You got to get in there. You got to sit in there and chill, you know. So I feel like where you are right now in life, understand if you're in a boring relationship or the next relationship feels boring, take your time. You ought to know how to avoid toxic narcissistic people, but you get this relationship is moving too slow. It's boring. Take your time. Born, look, who said this? Anthony Highland. I speak 1906 said this in his, uh, one of his most recent videos. He said, peace looks boring to people who don't know how, who to people who don't know who to people who haven't experienced it. He said peace looks boring to those who haven't who haven't yet experienced it. So peace is going to look boring. But it's not boring. It's peace. Understand that you've been in a toxic tumultuous relationship for an extended period of time and there there has been no peace for you. Peace looks boring to those who are not used to it. You have peace. It's not boring. It's peace. You know, it could be boring too, but, but sometimes peace is boring. You chilling on the beach, you know, getting your cheeks clapped. That's not boring, y'all. You know what I mean? <laughs> anyway, so let me cut this thing. So I got a couple more videos to do for, um, actually I have an interview today, y'all, with uh, Upworthy. So I have to change my shirt, wipe my face off, and, you know, get ready for Upworthy. Shout out to Upworthy. Um, but I truly appreciate every single one of y'all. I, I, look, y'all, I'm so thankful for y'all. It's unbelievable. Like, as much as y'all learn from me, I learn even more from you. I promise you, I'm super thankful for y'all. My podcast people, hit that five stars for me. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Like and subscribe for more. Mental illness is up. Peace. And my podcast is, I thank y'all so much. I really do. Um, I'm opening this up. I was, I was just on Apple Apple Music and Spotify. I just added this to iHeartRadio and um, Amazon as well. So my new subscribers from Amazon and Am Apple, uh, Amazon Music and iHeartRadio. Thank y'all for coming through. If you're new here, um, you can follow me on my, all my other platforms at Mental Healness, like Mental, H-E-A-L-N-E-S-S. It's three S's on Instagram. Um, but thank y'all so much. Hit that five stars for me. Um, have any questions for me? Shoot it to me. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Mental illness is out. Peace.